You are now listening to the Bayshore Community Church Podcast. Our mission is to connect to God, connect to people, and to serve the community. Thank you for joining us today and wherever you are listening. We hope that this message inspires you, encourages you, and transforms you. Our prayer is that this is just the beginning of a conversation between you and Jesus. Enjoy the message. Well, uh, for those of you who may or may not know me, my name is Jeremy Ferruccio. I am the executive pastor here at Bayshore. Uh, pastor Danny is uh, out today. His uh, father is actually uh, being honored uh, at his home church. Uh, he's retiring. And so Pastor Danny and Karen are there celebrating uh, Pastor Danny's father, who was in ministry for over 50 years. So, man, yeah. So they're out, but I'm excited to be able to, uh, to talk with you just for a little bit. Today's going to be a little bit of a different uh, uh, message, if you want to call it that. Uh, we're starting a brand new series entitled Generosity. And so as I was doing research over the past few weeks and just gathering materials, listening to a lot of sermons on generosity, trying to read a lot about biblical generosity and what it looks like to live out a life of generosity and starting to compile all this information, began writing out my message. And then just late last week, I actually found this video, <laughs> this five-minute video that pretty much said everything I wanted to say in a way better format. So I'm actually going to start off the, the message today with us watching a video. Now, this video is produced by a group called The Bible Project. You've heard us talk about The Bible Project probably many times in the past. It is an amazing resource for studying the Bible, and they take and they build these videos and and kind of expand on uh, the content. The one one of my favorites is they'll do a, a book of the Bible overview. And they'll take five, ten minutes and make a video that kind of gives you an understanding of the entire book of the Bible that you're looking to study. So if you've never taken the time to look at the Bible Project or any of their videos, I want to encourage you to do that. Just simply type in Bible Project in the search browser. You'll find it. They've got hundreds of amazing videos uh, for you to use in your study. Uh, but today we're going to watch a quick one on generosity. So I want you to kind of lean in a little bit. Really focus your attention. They're going to give quite a bit of detail here in a short little little video, but it's so powerful and meaningful. And as we begin our talk on generosity over these next couple of weeks, I want to build the foundation of that with this video. So give your attentions to the screen if you would. Imagine your friend invites you to a party. You arrive and there's lots of people, decorations, food and drink. There's enough when you're hosted by someone that generous, you don't have to worry about your needs. You can just enjoy yourself and focus on the people around you. Yeah, that's what a good host wants for her guests. And this is the picture of the world that we find in the Bible. Creation is an expression of God's generous love. He's the host and humans are his guests in a world of opportunity and abundance. And we're called to keep the party going, to spread his goodness. This is a beautiful picture, but it's not the way people experience the world. Rather, we find a world of scarcity and struggle, not abundance. And Jesus grew up in that kind of world. Under military occupation, people losing their land or families to debt and poverty. 
And yet, he would say things like this. Look at the birds. They don't store up food for themselves, yet they have enough. Or consider the wildflowers. They're beautiful and abundant, and they don't stress about their existence. And you all should live that way, too. But surely Jesus knew that things don't always work out. I mean, sometimes there really isn't enough. And Jesus did experience poverty firsthand, but he viewed the world through the story of the Hebrew scriptures, which claimed that our scarcity problem isn't caused by a lack of resources. Rather, the problem is our mindset that God can't be trusted. Maybe God's holding out on me. Maybe there isn't enough, and maybe I need to take matters into my own hands. And once we're deceived into that mindset of scarcity, we can justify the impulse to take care of me and mine before anyone else. And that leads to envy, anger, violence, and a world where it seems like there's not enough. The party's over. It's turned into a battleground. But God wants humans to experience his generosity. And so he chooses one people, the family of Abraham, and he promises to give them the abundance that he wants for everybody else. God will provide what they need. All they have to do is trust his generosity. And through them, the whole world will see how generous the host really is. But that's not what happens. Abraham's descendants, the Israelites, enter a land of abundance, and they promptly forget the host who gave it to them. They act like it's all theirs, and like there's not enough and it leads to war and Israel's self-destruction. If I were the host of this party, I think I'd just give up. But God doesn't give up. What he does is surprising. He gives another gift. Another gift? Yeah, but this gift is different. What God gives is himself. All right, and Jesus, the host himself, comes to join in on the spoil party. And notice, Jesus lives with the conviction that there is enough and that our generous host can be trusted. His mindset of abundance allowed him to live sacrificially and generously, even towards his enemies. And Jesus called his followers to trust in God's abundance like him. And that's why he said things like, sell your possessions and give to the poor, or don't worry about your life. He's inviting us to live by a different story, one that is built on trust in God's goodness and love. But living generously, doesn't mean life is gonna go well. I mean, look at Jesus. He was betrayed by his friends and he suffered. And this was no surprise to Jesus. He knew that people would take advantage of his generosity. In fact, that was his plan. Really? Yeah, think about it. Jesus knows that we're all hopelessly deceived by this lie that there's not enough. Yeah, that lie needs to be defeated. And so that's what Jesus was doing when he gave us the gift of his life. Jesus' death was the ultimate expression of God's generous love. Yeah, God's love can turn death into life and scarcity back into abundance. Or as the Apostle Paul put it, you know the gift of our Lord Jesus the Messiah, that even though he was rich, for your sake he became poor, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. And Jesus called his followers to live like the real party has begun. Yes, he called it the kingdom of God. And our invitation to this party is yet another gift, the personal presence of God's own spirit that can teach us how to trust the generosity of the host, just like Jesus did. Yeah, and when you believe there's enough, you start seeing opportunities for generosity everywhere with our time and money, our attention. Yes, one of the most important ways that we can experience the abundance of God's new creation is sharing with others because of our trust that God is the generous host. So 
in this video and why I wanted you to see this as we begin this series, we see throughout history and throughout the Bible that God is a generous, trustworthy God. And for us to be able to live out generosity in our own lives, we have to believe that. We have to accept that, that uh, generosity that we have been shown is how we live out generously. It's the faith in God that he is trustworthy and generous and that he is our provider. And when we begin to lean into that understanding, then we don't feel like we have to take hold of everything or just look out for ourselves. We are able to begin to live generously, not just in our finances, but in our, uh, our love for one another, in our sharing of our gifts and our talents, and then obviously in our finances, we're able to live generously because we know and believe in the trustworthy, generous God. And so over the next few weeks, we're really going to uh, talk about how that really looks and, and dig into the Bible and into the scripture about what that actually means in our life and some very specific ways that that plays out in our life. But for today, I just wanted to kind of lay that foundation that God is a trustworthy, generous God. He's trustworthy. He's generous. Today, though, what I really want to spend some time doing is celebrating because the reality is, is when I or we begin to talk about generosity and wanting to teach on generosity, yes, it's good to have reminders of what biblical generosity looks like and how we can implement that in our lives. But the reality is, is that I'm looking at some of the most generous people I have ever met. I mean, I want to applaud you. Don't clap. I'm applauding you because what I'm about to do is hopefully show you how your generosity in 2023 has had such a huge impact in our church and in our communities. And so, like I said, I'm the executive pastor, so my responsibilities are the finances, the facilities. I oversee our staff and manage the staff. I oversee our, our day school and all of those resources. Pastor Danny, our lead pastor, his job is to hear from the Lord and get a vision for the church. My job is to make sure that all the parts and pieces of our organization are working together efficiently and effectively towards that vision and mission. And so when I look at what God did in 2023, uh, you know, I have a firsthand up close uh, a visual of what God has done through your generosity. And so I just want to take uh, the rest of this service today and really celebrate what you have done in 2023. Let's look at some stats. In 2023, across all three of our campuses, your generosity, the generosity of all the campuses, we received donations of $2,034,969. I can't even say the word right. It's too big. Two million. Let's just call it $2.1 million. <laughs> $2.1 million was given 
to Bayshore Community Church across all of our campuses in 2023. That's an amazing number. That's your generosity. What's even more interesting about that number is that it is 33% higher than what was given in 2022. So in 2023, you gave almost $2.1 million, and that is 33% more that was given the prior year. And that is amazing. Your generosity is radical. And I just want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for that. But I, I, what, more than that, I want you to know what your generosity has done. So we're going to nerd out a little bit on some of the stuff that, that we uh, track, and, and um, I want you to be able to hear this. And, and I'm going to start with some of the more boring stuff, okay? So, uh, uh, so what does that money go towards? What has that money been used to do? Well, first off, we have 19 uh, employees at our church. We have uh, four part-time and 15 full-time employees. I uh, just was able to conduct annual reviews for all of our staff members. And I got to tell you, I have never been more excited than I am right now with the staff that we had and the passion and the energy and the commitment that they bring to making sure that Bayshore Community Church is a place where people can find Jesus. I'm so excited for that. So your generosity goes to help staff the church. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about staffing here in a bit. Um, your generosity goes to maintaining and keeping our facilities. We have three locations. Uh, this uh, being a location that we own. We own this property, this building, and the other building where the day school uh, functions. Uh, we have our Fenwick campus, which is a leased facility. We have our Rehoboth campus, which they're in a leased facility now underneath Al Casapola. A sub shop. By the way, if you've never attended a service in Bayshore, uh, Rehoboth, you should do it. It's an experience unlike any other that you've ever had at church, I promise you. And by the end of the service, you get that smell of a cheesesteak. <laughs> Start, it's, it's heavenly. So you should, you should go uh, and check out Bayshore Rehoboth sometime. Uh, but we have those three locations. The Rehoboth location, like I said, uh, we're still leasing a facility in the basement, but uh, we've also purchased land in Rehoboth uh, that we're uh, preparing to build on. So we're super excited about that. We'll talk more about that in a minute. So your generosity goes to maintaining and, and uh, allowing us to have facilities. Uh, your generosity also goes to operational costs, right? Uh, obviously having uh, the building. And, and doing ministry, it takes some money. And so your generosity has gone to make that happen from copier paper to copy machines to sound equipment and all the various things that are needed to, to make that happen. So your generosity has funded that. What I'm excited about uh, as I looked at 2023, yes, we had 33% increase in giving in 2023, but we were able to reduce operational costs by 6% in 2023, which was one of the most challenging years for inflation in a while, right? And so I'm excited about that because we work so hard as a leadership team to steward well over your finances and over your generosity that you give and provide to the church. We have a board of directors, uh, a group of really wise businessmen who come in quarterly and meet with us and help us make sure that there's accountability 
with those finances, that we're making wise biblical decisions with those. And so we're accountable to that board and they help us uh, to, to manage things properly. And so uh, the board also helps us uh, like... Uh, prepare for the unknowns, right? Like who would have thought in 2019 that the following year we would have had a global pandemic that shut the church down for nine months. Like we could not meet in person for almost nine months in 2020. And so our board helps us prepare for things like that. And I'm, I, I'm really excited to be able to share that because of our commitment to stewardship, because of the board's commitment to helping us, that we have three months of, of uh, cash reserves that if for three months we had to shut down or we didn't have income, that we could still pay our staff and still hold our services. Three months of emergency funds set aside as an organization. And that is in my opinion, uh, amazing. So your, your generosity goes to those sorts of things. In 2023, your generosity, listen to this, helped us pay off $462,000 in debt. We paid off $462,000 of debt in 2023. That's miraculous. Yeah. And that's through your generosity, through your giving that's allowed us to do that. Uh, God has blessed Bayshore Community Church. He's blessed us through your generosity. And um, let's jump into some other stuff. That was mostly the boring stuff. This is where it starts to get really, really exciting about what we've accomplished through your generosity. Attendance across all three campuses in 2023 was up 36% from the previous year. 36%. Did I say 36? 36% increase in attendance. And you're like, well, what does that have to do with generosity? It has everything to do with generosity. Your generous giving allows us to to, uh, get the word out more. Your generous uh, heart to invite people. Your generous spirit to serve when people come in and make them feel welcome. Your generosity has helped our three campuses increase our attendance by 36%. That's amazing. Uh, Approximately 81,000 sermons were listened to or viewed online in 2023. That's unbelievable. Your generosity has helped over six or 81,000 messages go out beyond our reach here locally. All around the world, we, we talk to people all the time from Florida and California, and uh, we've talked to people in Europe where they, they love being able to, to attend our services online or listen to sermons. And so it's, we're always amazed at how far uh, the reach is. At least 237 first-time guests stepped through our doors in person in 2023, 237. 37 people who had never been here before uh, showed up. And those are just the ones that we were able to track. A lot of people will sneak in and sneak out, and we won't know. But 237 of them actually got a gift and filled out the first-time guest response. Um, 
128 people attended Welcome Lunch. Obviously, we just had one last week. Welcome Lunch is important because it's our, our chance to really engage with those first-time guests or people who come new. And 128 of them came and engaged in the Welcome Lunch. 95 people went through our Next Steps classes. You've heard me say it before probably. Like I believe wholeheartedly that Next Steps is one of the most important things that we do as an organization. It's where you get to come in and figure out how God has wired you and what your spiritual gifts are and how you can best find your spot in the church and how you can be more fulfilled in serving in the church. It's one of the most important things we do, and 95 people attended that class last year. We're in the middle of next steps. Today was our first day across all three campuses where we're doing it again. And so, so many people going through next steps. Uh, we have 36 active small groups across our three campuses. Uh, average attendance of those small group is about eight people. You can do the math on that. That means that 36 small groups, an average of eight people are getting not, they're not just coming on Sundays and sitting in rows, right? Which is a meaningful, powerful thing and we all should do, but they're getting out in the middle of the week into circles and they're doing life together with other people in circles and walking out their faith, not just on Sunday in rows, but in circles through the week. This is a powerful thing. 36 active groups, 283 individuals engage in serving every weekend at one of our locations or combined across our locations. 283 people found their place here at the church and serve every weekend. There were 32 kids dedicated to the Lord in 2023 across our three campuses. That's amazing. People standing up and say, we're going to raise uh, uh, our kids uh, based on the values of the Bible. It's amazing. 65 baptisms in 2023. Yeah, come on. And 112 verified salvations across our three campuses in 2023. It's your generosity that helps all of that happen. It's through your generosity that this is even possible. But we're not done. Look at this. Through your generosity, 2023, we were... We're, Able to support missionary efforts, both local and international, with over $33,000 of funding. $33,000 went to missions directly. We helped over 91 kids in our local community over the Christmas holidays with gifts. Kids that may not have received any gifts at all for Christmas, but because of your generosity... We're approximating that you spent $36,000 to make sure that kids knew the love of Jesus around the Christmas holiday when they may have never received any love at all. $36,000 to help over 91 kids. That's amazing. Our food pantry, uh, we uh, estimate about somewhere between 30 and 40 families a week come through to get food. Uh, to be supplied with food, that translates to about 1,560 distributions last year. 1,560 times we filled up somebody's trunk with groceries. Yeah. Do the math on that. That, that, that works out to be about 15 tons, 15 tons worth of groceries. 
It's your generosity that makes that sort of thing happen. There's so many more. Uh, Serve Day last year, which we're getting ready to start talking about our Serve Day for 2024. Uh, we went out uh, in masses and just tried to love on our communities for Serve Day. VBS, 110 kids roughly came from our communities to experience the gospel uh, in our church. Um, what else? Uh, Halloween alternatives. And there's just so many things that were done in 2023 that made such a huge impact in our community. And today, I just hope that you can celebrate with me all that God has done. That, that there is a, a sense of joy and pride, right? That, that you can begin to understand what it means when Jesus talks about it's better to give than receive. That the, the, the idea of God's kind of upside down economy begins to settle in your heart, right? That, that, that upside down economy that says that, that, that when we're, we're poor, we're actually rich. That when we give, we actually receive. When we bless others, that we're the ones who are actually blessed in the blessing. It's an upside down Economy, And so I want you to, to be able to hear these numbers and know that it was your generosity that did that and that you are filled with joy because of what was accomplished. Uh, I want to talk just briefly about some what I think are m miraculous things that were specific to some of our campuses. I mentioned that uh, our Rehoboth campus purchased land. We we settled on the land in December of 2022. Now, I don't know if you've priced land in Rehoboth recently. Wow. Uh, it's, it is a tough market in Rehoboth, not to mention uh, there's not a lot out there. And so we did our due diligence, made sure we had the right piece of land and that was the right value. And so we were able to get about four to four and a half acres on Old Landing Road just off of Route 1. Um, and the purchase price for that was $1.1 million. It was a lot of money. Uh, but we, you know, stepped out in faith and believe that God is moving in Rehoboth and wants to do something more. And so we, in 2022, December 2022, we settled on the land. $1.1 million. At the close of 2023, December 2023, only 12 months after the purchase, that $1.1 million loan note is now, I want to tell you, I want to I be accurate here, $254,000. And this is the type of radical generosity that I'm talking about. This is the, the generosity that allows the church to be the church. And, and when a $1.1 million mortgage note is paid off almost 75% in 12 months, that's amazing. And that's you. That's your generosity going towards that. Uh, our family campus. Now, one of the, the challenges with the family campus is that we launched, opened it. Our very first service, I believe, was January 1st, 2020. I believe that was a Sunday. January 1st, 2020. Within seven weeks, I think, 
roughly, I might have that a little wrong, but around that is when the pandemic hit and everything shut down. And so the, the challenge really with our Fenwick campus was that that sort of false start was hard to kind of overcome for a while. And so over the past few years, we've been running as lean as we can down there, trying to make wise decisions, be good stewards. But the reality was, is that still at the beginning of 2023, the startup debt, the amount of money that needed to be uh, spent to, to begin that campus, that was still at $152,000. The Fenwick campus was still in debt, $152,000 at the beginning of 2023. And through, again, radical generosity, literally the last week of December of 2023, Fenwick Campus overcame that debt and is now in the positive for uh, the campus. Yeah, that's so $152,000 of debt was paid off just for that campus alone. Just for that campus alone. And what I love about that is now we're finally in a position at that campus. Again, we've been running as lean as we can trying to make good, wise decisions. And now because we're, we're out of the startup debt, we're into a place where we're able to hire a new part-time staff member there. And so it's literally started uh, last week. And so that radical generosity, radical generosity, the, all of that you guys do uh, has made that possible. And so... What I really wanted to do today was just celebrate all that you've done. And as we begin to, to lean in, and we're going to, you know, Pastor Danny over the next couple of weeks is going to get very specific about uh, the scripture and how it applies to us living generous lives and some of the tips and all that, those things. But, but I want you to know that, that your generosity is already making a difference, a very real difference in the kingdom of God and in our communities. And, and all of this is just really to celebrate what you've done. And I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for your generosity. And I hope that, that again, that, that you see it's through our faith in a trustworthy, generous God that we're able to then be generous. And again, I, it's not just about money. This is, this is about your time. This is about your talents, about your gifts. You know, the, the thing that most people talk about when they come to any of our campuses is how welcome and seen they feel when they walk in these doors. And some of you serve week after week, invest your time and your talent and your heart to welcome people into our community and that's generosity. That's, that's living generously to welcome people in. And so we hear that over and over. So it goes beyond finances. It goes even beyond your time, talent, and your gifts and all those things about just being generous with them. It's not just about understanding it in your head, but it's about having a posture, having a heart of generosity as you live out your life because of your faith in a trustworthy generous God. And so as I'm kind of wrapping up today, what I want to be able to do is uh, maybe place in you some dreams about what 2024 could be or beyond. 
What could generosity look like in 2024 and beyond? Uh, you've been hearing us talk a little bit about uh, what we're calling the Roots Campaign. We've talked a little bit about it. It's probably something that you, you, you maybe understand a little bit, not, not fully. But the concept with the Roots Campaign is that as an organization, as a church, we want our communities to know that we're here and we're here to stay. And so our desire is to put down roots where we have campuses. Obviously, this campus, been here since 1971, I think. I don't know, Pastor Daniel, I'll have to answer that question better. But I believe it's 1971 that this campus has been here. Pastor Daniel took over, in, I think, 1981. And we've established some roots in this community, but we want to go deeper. We want, to, we want more entrenched. We want to, our communities to know that we're here, we're here to stay, and we're here to serve. We're here to be a lighthouse to the community. And so through the Roots campaign, uh, that's what we're attempting to do. And when you give to the Roots campaign, it's to do things that really solidify our presence in our communities. So, for instance, uh, the Roots campaign uh, this year, we're going to be talking about bringing uh, our kids over into this space. Currently, they're using uh, the day school building, and that works okay, but we've actually just been able to expand our day school uh, to reach more kids in the week, and so our, our day school is using that entire building now. And so now we've got these shared spaces that don't quite make sense together and create a little tension. And uh, we've got this space over here that we want to convert into kid space. Uh, back where the chapel and the offices are now, we're going to convert that into kid space for a couple reasons. I already mentioned shared uses is not always fun. But we believe that the energy and the synergy that comes when we're all together in this one building, you know, the, that you don't have to get into the other space to pick up your kids anymore. You can pick them up here. We want to be able to, to provide an even better experience for our kids. So uh, as we design that space, we take advantage of the lessons we've learned over the years about what that space should look like, how it should function, what it should do. And so uh, I want to encourage you, if you're uh, seeking ways to live generosity, to live out generosity, that you consider giving to the Roots Campaign in an effort uh, to make a space better for our kids, to serve our kids better. We have campuses uh, that are looking to, to build. Uh, Rehoboth is building. Uh, that's part of our Roots Campaign. We believe God's moving in Fenwick. Uh, their attendance, by the way, doubled the last half. Yeah, the last half of 2023, the attendance has doubled. And so we believe that, that God's doing something there, and we want to be prepared for when the opportunity arises that we might do what we're doing in Rehoboth, find a piece of land, put down roots, and serve that community in a more meaningful and lasting way. And so be encouraged. Your generosity is radical, and it's making a difference. And as we look to 2024, I want to encourage you to begin praying during this, this series specifically about what would it look like for you to walk generously in 2024. Let's pray together. Lord, I thank you so much for all that you've given us, Lord. God, you are a trustworthy, generous God. And God, I pray that every person in this room 
is able to, to believe that, to feel that, to know that in their hearts, God, so that they can begin to walk generously in all areas of their life, God. God, that you'd help us to understand your upside-down economy, contrary to what we might think, but that when we give, we receive. When we're poor, we're rich, Lord. So just allow that to, to infuse us, Lord. Allow that to settle into our hearts and our spirits, Lord. And as we go through uh, this series, God, inspire us to what generosity could look like in 2024. And we thank you for what you're going to do in advance. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Thank you so much for joining us on the Bayshore podcast. I want to encourage you to take this message you just received and allow it to go deep into your soul and let Jesus do the deep work that only he can do. A special thanks to everyone that gives generously to Bayshore. It's because of you that this ministry is possible, creating life change all over the world. You can be a part of spreading the message around the world by going to bayshore.online and clicking give. For all things Bayshore, visit bayshore.online to find out what your next step may be. You can subscribe right here and share this podcast with your friends and family. Thank you again for listening. God bless you.